to this Provoking Minds podcast brought to you by KU Professional Learning. My name is Jan Faulkner and today we're hearing from KU's Education for Sustainability facilitator, Deb Watson. Deb's worked in the early childhood education field for many years and has a wealth of knowledge on nature play and all things sustainability. We asked Deb how her own nature pedagogy has evolved, why it is important to connect with nature and what nature pedagogy might look like in an early childhood program. This is what she shared with us. Jan, thank you. I began working with children in nature back in the 70s. I could take a small group of children in those days across a paddock past the bee man and down into the creek behind our preschool. The thing was, I always felt confident And although I was very aware of safety, I just thought of it as a normal educational experience to share the world with young children. And I think that was because I spent many hours within nature as a child myself. I had a lake to discover and a bushy backyard and a garden that always seemed to need weeding. These experiences are still within me. And it was a time before risk assessments, I have to say. But I think it was also a time when more of us were connected to our environments and we wanted our children to experience this world. And it's because of these early childhood experiences that I know we as humans are just one element within our environment. Over the years, I've wanted to know more, to seek out others and share similar beliefs, which led me to ESCEEN 15 years ago and the opportunity to embed my nature pedagogy within sustainability practices. If I may share a story to demonstrate the importance of children connecting to nature. Last year, I was at a council meeting and a number of residents were protesting the fact council was about to lay synthetic grass on their oval. Now a speaker stood up to talk against this motion and she suggested that their community were connected to this oval, that it was an important element having a natural space, a space where there were trees and rocks around the edges that in fact communities gathered there to share stories, to exercise, to bring their dogs and pets. But it was also a space where children would find sticks and rocks and draw in the dirt while their mums and dads jogged around. She talked about sitting under trees, how you could listen to birds because there was enough bushland around for the birds to find their food and their habitat. She also talked about being lucky enough to sometimes see lizards sunning themselves on the rocks. The interesting thing for me was, as she was talking, I realised I knew her. She'd spent the first five years in a long daycare centre that I'd managed. And afterwards I went up and spoke to her. And she said to me, Do you know, when I think back to those early years in my life, the things that stay in my memory are wandering down the bush, climbing rocks, 
scurrying around the creek, looking for that troll that we just never found. And she said, the joy of finding a burnt stick as charcoal for drawing. These are things she still remembers. And I walked away from that meeting and I thought to myself, how powerful was that? I have just seen the absolute importance of why young children need to have that opportunity to connect with nature. It came through strongly in her voice and her desire to protect that space. So beyond those many personal benefits that we can find in our research about connecting children to our natural world, nature also provides the opportunity to deepen children's understanding of our earth as a home for many living species. And children can begin to grapple with that idea that their actions have an impact on these ecologies. It reminds me how David Suzuki says, the environment is not separate from us. We are the environment. And as biological creatures, we have requirements from the biosphere. Air, water, food, shelter. Deprived of these and we will perish. So connecting with nature is vital component of our being. It's our becoming and of our belonging. I see nature pedagogy as embracing nature within our curriculum. It is the way in which educators facilitate children's engagement with and also within nature. It might include bringing nature ethically into the program with loose parts play, creating habitats within the environment, or it might include going out regularly into a natural environment. But at its core, it is the opportunity to facilitate children's relationship with their world, including its many living species. The young girl I spoke of earlier, she had developed a strong relationship with her natural world. It stayed with her and influenced her beliefs enough that she would stand up at a council meeting and speak up for nature. Perhaps listeners might like to reflect upon their own experiences in their life that's shaped the way they connect to and engage with the natural environment. And I wonder if exploring our ecological identity will help us understand our motivations and aspirations, perhaps enabling us to articulate our environmental values and hopefully applying them to our everyday decisions. I believe educators must start within their own community, looking at the small patch of earth that we have the opportunity to care for. Now, it could be your playground, your home backyard, your community garden, or it might be the ocean 500 metres away. I remember being in a forest kindergarten in Denmark where the educators explained that the parents had a contract with their educational setting to introduce the children to their own environments. As it happened, this community was beside a lake, so that involved spending a lot of time at the lake. But we're not all fortunate enough to have such a rich natural environment close by. And Anne Pellow reminds us to invite children to braid their identities together with the place where they live. 
by calling their attention to the air, the sky, the cracks in the sidewalk where earth births out of its cement cage. Perhaps we need to start by facilitating these opportunities for children to find their natural world within their community, to observe deeply and see this face of nature as it evolves to discover the chaos of life. Let's start with a focus on facilitating both our own and our children's growing ecological self. And perhaps our audience might like to explore the big ideas being presented within the KU program Becoming EcoSmart Together as we bring a sustainable nature pedagogy into curriculums. And I'd like to leave us with some guidance by Albert Einstein who said, look deep into nature and you will understand everything better. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Provoking Minds and thank you to Deb Watson for her insights on the importance of connecting with nature and giving us an idea of what nature pedagogy might look like in an early childhood program. If you haven't yet registered for Deb's webinars on becoming EcoSmart together, make sure you go to the professional learning section on ku.com.au. Also make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode.